Yo, 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 yo. Welcome to the third episode of the Crab Feast Podcast, which is really the second first official. Second first, first official. Second first official episode of the Crab Feast Podcast because we have the one and only Rando. What's up, Charge? Here. Uh, he's not on the phone. And um, I probably sound a lot better. Yeah, dude. You're not sick anymore. Still got that baby, sick. though, huh? A little sick. Still got the baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to keep the baby. A couple more years. Once you have 17, it, 18. it's too late for an abortion. Wait, That's the yeah, first wait. thing we want to point out on today's episode of the Crab Feast. Um, Ryan, how you doing over there, man? I'm good, Charge. I'm good. All right. Thank you. Good. I just heard your beer hit. Oh, you did? I did. I got a pad now. Now he's got a pad for so, his beer. I think that's going to do it for the episode. Wow, yeah, thanks for yeah. listening. Those are the best. Uh, <laughs> that's the best introductions I've heard around the table. Um, I got something real quick. Yeah. So I was in Gelson's last night, mm-hmm. and I saw oh. three. It's near my house, All right. so I ha- I I can't not go by. It's like it's you an would expensive go, grocery store. Expensive. Is why I said. Here's that. the thing, though. Like you can go to Trader Joe's, which is the cheapest place. It's across the street. But there's just you have to fight people like it's like a full on football game because yeah, we live in like the craziest left wing so, neighborhood. So it's so like Gelson's is expensive as shit, but you can always get a cash register open. It is true. You don't have to always. fight it. It's it's kind of always worth like it. every label fits yeah. like an OCD grocery store. You want to go to Trader Joe's, put your asses at Gelson's paying fifteen dollars for ribs. Yeah, every night. Well, maybe that's just me. Anyways, I saw three guys behind me with mustaches in a row. No, they were spread out. They didn't like, know each other. Maybe two of them knew each other. All right. So my question for you guys is, is the mustache still ironic? I'm going to say it's not. I'm going to say it's one of those things that like was done ironically for a while and then kind of caught on, and now it's in full swing. It's the hipster of face hair. It is. It's like, is it to what our generation was, the um, goatee? I don't think it's across the board. I think it's just people that live... In our neighborhood, that's Silver Lake, and who have, you don't think like, kids in like like kids in Frostburg are yeah. like rocking a mustache? Like I gotta grow a mustache. If I that's grow a mustache, just the stash by itself. Like I, I I have facial hair, I have a goatee, but I only do it because I have an ugly face. It's not no, for I know, any but when, ironic but remember, purposes whatsoever. But remember when you were a kid, when you first grew, when you first could grow facial hair, you're like, I'm growing a grow, goatee. I'm doing it. We started a goatee club at school and everything, <laughs> and had posters and everything. Oh. And, uh, yeah, because we were so goddamn proud. Because you we could go facial club. hair. We had a real mullet. Did you really? We did. Official? We didn't have, like, an official club. We made a bet of who could grow the longest one. And there's some horrible. <laughs> someone sooner or later will show you a high school video and you won't. It's down, like, the middle of my back. It's, How it was, long have you had this, this going on right this? now? This? Ten years, maybe. I was barefaced before it. You never had just the little mustache. No, just the bottom goatee. Of course no, not. The mustache. Fuck no. I've never had. Ju- you mean just chin hair? Just chin no. hair. They call that uh, chin hair is what they call it. Uh, sorry, just, no. It's fucking. We call chin that a goatee. That's a goatee is a whole unit. This is just chin nah, hair. No, 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 no. You're talking about you're goatee t- is this, but most people grow the mustache. Oh, I see what you're it. saying. You're talking about the like the long uh, the like Billy Goat goatee Nick. style. Yeah, Beat no, Nick. no, you are right. You're right. It is a Google goatee. goatee. What comes? Yeah, you're 100 percent right about that. Actually, and so what do you call that? That's the uh, just the glory hole. Pat- <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's the finish spot. I call this patchy uh, that face, is also, facial hair. That's also called a goatee, but all you need. 
for the basics is just on the And if the chin. I just shaved the goatee itself, the chin part, it would be that a mustache. Ironic. And are you ever going to go that direction? No. I've no. done it. I've done no. it before. Mustache only. If it doesn't. It doesn't feel right. It doesn't. I, how? But you can go full mustache, right? Sure. How How much did you let it grow in? And not long enough, and that was part of the problem. I looked like a guy with a goody comb in his pocket. Like like I looked like I was just going through puberty. You don't grow from scratch. You grow a beard. And yeah, then you don't you shave. shave for days, and then you start manicuring around it. Like that's. So I did that's it. How wrong. you do it? I like the way it, it looked. But it's it's just for our generation, especially. It's a weird feeling because the mustache was so before our time. The seventies. That's what adults had when we were kids. Mustache in the seventies, coke in the eighties. And it's one of the first things you Run, laughed at. Nineties. When yeah. you got to be like sixteen, you're like. And you look mustache. at those pictures. Everybody had a mustache. Everyone had everybody. a mustache. So is it? So, so it's still ironic now. I say it's still ironic, but most people have crossed. A lot of people have crossed into. Yeah, it was ironic when I first got it. This but cool now, now I like it, and I'm keeping it. So fuck you. <laughs> it's it's sincere. It's entered into it's tough sincerity. To take sincere. yeah. It's tough. Um, so you guys do any shows this week? I did the uh, Hollywood Improv. It went well for once. It's very <laughs> fucking exciting. It's very exciting. I did none this week. I have two this week. Saturday night, I'm at the Hollywood Improv. Actually, with I'm um, pretty sure it is Ian Bag, right? Ian's headline Saturday. Yeah. He's on Toad Hop Network with his own podcast. Right, I'm at I'm at the Irvine Improv with Ian on Wednesday and Thursday, and uh, Ryan, you're at the Hollywood Improv with Saturday Ian on Saturday at eight. Yeah, and they're giving away tickets. I guess at uh, you want me to give this number out? Is yeah. that cool? Triple eight five two zero four three seven four. I thought it was going to be Triple eight five two zero four three seven four. If you want to have get free tickets to go see Ian Bad, that is my cell phone. On. <laughs> On Wednesday, Thursday, or Saturday. Yeah. and if Three he, and, nights this week and, to catch Ian Bag. Yeah. There's only six nights left. so <laughs> You better get on that shit. Uh, so, Full Charge, I uh, heard you made a friend this week. I got this guy. I told you about this guy. Uh, uh, I worked up in Fresno, <laughs> which I, ter- I talked about on the first unofficial podcast. Right. He, he opened for me, and he, um, he was really like, he wouldn't. First of all, he got my number from the booker. Which isn't cool. The booker shouldn't give class. out my fucking phone number. Low out. class bookers. Don't fucking pass out numbers like that. And he wanted to hang out. We hung out and he just like, he Unless really was hot like, chick. he was like all over my jokes. Like he loved them, blah, 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 blah. He couldn't stop talking about them, which is rare for me. And it's, it's a little bit embarrassing. And uh, uh, I never called him back because he called me this one time and it was like, um, I told you about this. He was like, hey, Matt, you don't have to call me back. I just want to tell you, uh, I didn't really like your jokes. But I like your uh, persona. So see you later. And I'm like, well, no, I'm not going to call you back. Uh, but who the fuck? <laughs> who the fuck? What out does that? Especially like there's, there's like a certain etiquette. Like the, the headliner doesn't take shit from the opener. It's <laughs> the opener in Fresno. And, and I, how many people have you worked with who you didn't like their shit? A lot. Did you call them? No. A week later? I avoided them while I worked them? with them. I assume you don't like my shit. I promise don't I won't call, call you. So is he from Fresno? He's from Fresno. <laughs> and now he lives here? No, he lives in <laughs> he Fresno. Lives, but he can call here. He can but call here. but the That's thing the is, but there's more to the story. He like kept calling me after that. Like he saw me on Tosh.0. Oh, and so he probably thinks <laughs> I'm like really successful and shit. And, he, and and but he kept calling me, kept calling me. And then he left a message that was like, "Hey man, like w- were you just faking in Fresno? Like are we friends or whatever?" And I'm like, <laughs> "I must have heard." The wrong message. I must have heard it wrong. 
So I called him back, and and he was like, yeah, man, how come you didn't call me back? I'm like, well, you left that shitty message on my answer machine. He's like, all I said was that I didn't like your jokes. That's all. And I'm like, yeah, that's... And my son. I go, that's the part. And I go, I don't need the critique. <laughs> and then he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then he just starts talking. And then he's like, well, let's hang out on Monday. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, okay, okay, all right. And I just like got off the phone. And then, like, because he's going to be down here, because he has a business. He doesn't do comedy for a living, right? Uh, he's got a business. What's the business? I don't know. I didn't ask. I didn't I didn't really Who cares? ask. And, uh, it's none of your business. Can we call him up? Uh, no, <laughs> we ain't calling him, man. I don't, cause, so he said he's going to be down in L.A. for one day. And then I'm like, I did the preemptive text before I got on the phone. like, oh, I can't make it today. Woke up too late, uh, in parentheses, didn't want to go. And he's like, well, let's try for tomorrow. And I'm like, oh, fuck. And I just haven't written him back. I don't, I don't need, I don't need him in my just life. Just tell him, just call him up and say, look, I don't like you. I like your persona, but that, I don't like you. And that, and just end it. Just do it one time. Just do it and see how it feels. I know. I promise you. you you've like, done stuff like that? Fuck yeah. You've broken up with like men that. before? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Managers. Yeah. A hundred percent. But like a regular comic friend? Or just regular friends, not necessarily How, comic. Give yeah. us an example. Um, well, I had a friend who is, uh, he's just, is not a good person. He's, uh, just not a good person. Not as a good person as in he's mean, self-destructive. Cruel. All of it. Self-destructive, suicidal, or at least, you know, threatens Sounds it. Sounds cool um, to me. <laughs> just a real piece of shit. He's just a real piece of shit. Brings nothing to the table. Just a mooch off his parents. I mean, just a, you know. So how did you two become so close? <laughs> from school, back in the day. He's just one of those High default people, uh, middle Towson. school. Towson. Not Towson. Not Towson. Uh, just uh, middle school, we were thrown together by the cosmos, and I've been trying to get rid of this piece of shit forever. Since the 80s. And a long story short is, when it was all said and done, I finally had had enough, and I told him to his face, and I didn't yell it or say it in a rude way, <laughs> but I said, listen. You didn't yell it? Our relationship is over. Like, you had this many years, like, good luck to you that many was years on the other hand. He moved just... out here. He had come out here. And... Um, <laughs> You know, I just told him, you know, living with you was like living with a special you were needs living kid. living with him, too. Yeah, he lived with me. I helped him out, and he came out here, and he never left. So you broke up while you were living, and then you had an awkward move-out scene? Nope. I, I, I moved out. It wasn't but awkward the, about it at all. No, it wasn't awkward. <laughs> I know who he's talking that. about now. Yeah, and and he, it wasn't like he was nice to him for 10 years, and then all of a sudden was like... He was always me. He was always kind of like... Ryan was always kind of upfront with him about how he got on his nerves. The whole time. I saw it. And he knew it. And he just, he that's what he did. How like, would he get on your nerves? He would always put himself in Ryan's business. Like, Ryan would meet, like, Norm McDonald. He'd be like, hey, when's Norm coming over? You got to give us the phone number so I can call him. I want to meet Norm. <laughs> and then I'd be like, you're not going to fucking meet Norm. You're a fucking lunatic. And I don't want you to be associated with me, especially when it comes to Norm McDonald, <laughs> who is his own goddamn lunatic, actually. And one time... uh this guy <laughs> that, about the Fourth of July. Yeah, this guy that Ryan <laughs> is talking about. He invited like all Ryan's friends to a Fourth of July cookout. We'll call him Larry. And yeah, I just happened to go Larry, by. Larry happened to come by. I, I mean, was, Matt came by at Larry's I party. Was, I was staying with Ryan for a couple months, and I was dropping off the keys, and I just happened to come by on the Fourth of July. I forgot there was a party, and he'd be mm -hmm. like, "Man." came to my cookout <laughs> all my friends and ryan's there and ryan's like i'm fucking getting the fuck out of here yeah, like right he now. came in i'm like what are you doing here he's like i'm dropping these keys off i thought you were having a party <laughs> so where are you going i said i'm fucking out of here man it's like my party so this is me and chris and we cook a burger and i eat it and i'm like well 
There Go party, is. buddy. I didn't break up with him at all. I'm like, let's hang out again. <laughs> so you're you have like a lot of friends from high school. I do have a, a very close group uh, of friends from high school. Yeah. Yep. Um, but 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 we're all good friends. I mean, except for that one. Uh, you know, what are you gonna do? Some straggle along the path. You know, you get there and you're like, all right, what are you bringing to the table? Nothing. Nothing at all. Okay. What was, well, he, do- what was he doing out here? Was he uh, nothing? Glomming off? No. Uh. Uh-uh. He wasn't in entertainment at all. He didn't he- need to be here. He just wanted to be here. Hey, Ryan's out in Hollywood. Yeah. Maybe I'll come out. And like, yeah. and no matter how well I did at a show, good or bad, like so one time I did like really well. And he's like, I don't care what the audience saw, <laughs> man. I thought you were good. It's like the guy at the grand slam. It's like, <laughs> hey, man, nice try anyway. <laughs> like, uh, did you see that shit I just did? I was like, what the fuck are you talking That's about? Cool. But I, I but I've had. I mean. I I uh I don't I don't seek it out, but I don't I enjoy, I actually enjoy confrontation. Like I will I I like to I will argue with you. You know, like I don't have to necessarily fight. But no, you won't. What? <laughs> <laughs> but I don't I I don't seek it out. But I uh, if you're gonna be an ass, like if I'm in a store and I'm being polite and polite and you're being an asshole, I'll give you some cushion. I mean, I know you don't want to do the job. It's fine. Like being an asshole to you? Yeah, or anyone else. I mean, I've, if there's a clerk being an asshole to a lady, I'll absolutely fucking step up yeah, and say I something. Did that I, I can't stand that. You know you what did? I mean? It's like, the, oh yeah, you, you don't need to be a dick to a, this lady. I got in a fight with a lady at the coffee shop. Oh, a lady, he said. <laughs> that's all right. Verbal fight. <laughs> I was at. I was at JFK and I'm in line waiting for coffee behind two other ladies and the lady at the front of the line was like I want an espresso and they were like yeah it comes in a small cup it doesn't come in a bigger cup no this is the cup it comes in okay I want a macchiato it also comes in the small cup it doesn't come in the bigger cup no it comes in the in the small cup okay I just want a cup of coffee how much is a cup of coffee it's 278 a cup of coffee is 278 yeah a cup of coffee is 278 <laughs> have you been in the airport and before? then she goes okay I'll have a cup of coffee and then they make her the cup of coffee she's like I want steamed milk you want steamed milk yeah okay I'll get you steamed milk can I have steamed milk yeah you can have steamed milk why can't I have steamed okay they go okay well it's steamed milk that's a cafe au lait okay I'll take it a cafe au lait I want steamed milk they give it to her that's 378 I didn't know it was 378 why wasn't it three seventy eight? Why don't you tell me it's a dollar more? That's why I step in. Do you want me to buy your fucking coffee? Yeah. Or what? I'll buy it. I'll give you four dollars. I gotta get to Los right Angeles. Now. I will yeah. give you four dollars just to fucking go away. I'll give you ten dollars. Mm. Fucking get your coffee and go. Yeah. And she's like, You are the meanest person I've ever met. This is New York City, bitch. Yeah, I'm like, I'm not mean. What about the fucking ladies I just behind to the buy counter? You coffee, bitch. Meanwhile, the ladies behind the counter and the two ladies in front of me are dying laughing. And she was on my flight, and I could have sworn ah, she was going to be sitting, sitting next right to next to you. That would have been awesome. Yeah, it was good stuff. I'll buy your coffee. Sometimes right it's good life isn't a movie. Uh, brutal. I can't take it. Direct TV. I went off on Direct TV this year. I got free NFL Sunday. Ticket. I don't know how you did it. I tried to copy your. Uh, I style. did it. But they're giving it away. They were giving it away this year to people who've never been loyal. And I straight up, the woman told me after of about 30 minutes of being on the phone, but I'll you tell were you what we're going to do. I cursed a little bit. Not a lot, but I cursed enough. She said, we are going to go ahead and give you $20 a month off. And I said, <laughs> See, that's all I got. And I said, you are going to go ahead and put your fucking supervisor on the phone. And then click, long hold. That lady See, came I on, yeah. had a nice conversation with her. I sort of vented. Gave her, I know it's not your problem, bullshit, because it was her fucking problem at that point. Right. And they gave me uh, 
free Sunday ticket. Thank you, DirecTV. But see, you had had ticket for like ten years. Yeah, right? I had buy. Uh, yeah, and that I was never, my argument. I, I never like, had the ticket. Well, then you should have got it free anyway because it was I, free to first time users. I, but I, I could, mean, subscribers. I couldn't, I couldn't get as angry as you got about it. But that's their whole ad: is hey, if you get our shit, you get this free. Like you should have no, absolutely. I know, but I just maybe like, just curse without being angry. Like there's like yeah. if, I, if I'm that angry, then I could have had the venom that you did, but I just I couldn't. I couldn't get it deep down. Could I, I have understand. fucking? I had to get my Ravens. I got and I get it to get the Ravens games. I'm sure you get it for your Redskins yeah. games. It's yeah. good, even though I'm paying 300 bucks. You're paying nothing. That's cool. I pay nothing. <laughs> it's uh, kind of the same thing. You guys want to do some news? Winning. Yeah, sure, man. News. What do we got over here? Dateline Hollywood. While filming a scene for a supporting turn in Syriana back in 2005, a mishap during an attempted stunt left George Clooney with a severely injured spine. As he told wow. Rolling yeah. Stone in last Where's week's music, cover story, Garrett? the injury was so bad he considered taking his own life. Oh. I, would, I would never do that if I was... Thank you. Yeah. Even if he was paralyzed, he's still going to get more ass than I'm ever going to get. Did you see the movie American, uh, The American? Mm. I did not. The most beautiful person in the entire planet is in that movie. And that's his girlfriend in the movie. Really? Yeah. What's her name? I don't know. Oh, she sounds hot. Yeah, I mean... Look, I like George Clooney. Uh, kind of hard for me to feel sorry for him. I just watched a video of a guy. It's called no. I think it's it's called No Arms, No Legs, No Excuses. His book. Look it up online. It's called No Excuses. Dude has no arms and legs and is training to climb. I believe it's Mount Kilimanjaro. I believe it is. And I woke up and today I saw and that. And I was like, man, I haven't done shit with myself. You just that's supposed to inspire me. You just made me like really depressed. No, right I'm now. sitting here saying. Poor George Clooney laying in bed thinking, I'm going to kill myself. Here's a he guy that doesn't have arms and legs, and he's taking the fucking trash out. Yeah. You forget, too, like, George Clooney has been getting laid on record. <laughs> you all right? <laughs> he's been getting laid. <laughs> what happened? The, the tall boy was too tall? I'm laughing at you. He's been getting laid. Oh, what you said on record. He's been getting laid. <laughs> I didn't know we were going to his <laughs> pussy record. chow. On record. On record. record. Since, yeah, like, make your, since make sure you're recording this. <laughs> since ER... Was on TV. Roseanne. Right? That's, it's Roseanne. Facts of Life. Roseanne. Facts of Life. Was he on Facts of Life? He was. That's, yeah. that's what I mean. Like I didn't even know that. The motherfucker's always been successful. Always. Even before he was successful. Yep. He was even in a sitcom called ER ten years before ER. <laughs> this motherfucker's been getting laid for decades. decades. If something happens to him, well, I don't know. If he shouldn't kill himself, there will be a line of a women life. that will around the corner that would want to take care of him, like just nurse him. And yeah, stuff. hell yeah! I think I'd be in that line. I really think I would. Actually, <laughs> I'll go on line. record. I'll go on record right at George Clooney. <laughs> if you need a male nurse, contact. I'll me. think about it. Ryan Sickler. All right, Dateline, Oakland. Police have shut down a camp set up by Occupy protesters in Oakland's Frank Ogawa. Plaza dismantling tents and arresting 32 people. The raid comes after police issued a an eviction eviction warnings to the protesters. Many demonstrators appear to have left the camp and moved to an intersection, according to reports in local media and on Twitter. A similar raid ended with police in riot gear arresting 50 people in Portland, Oregon, on Sunday evening. Now, what? How do you guys feel about Occupy whatever? I really, really, I really, time? really like it until they start interviewing somebody. And then I'm like, oh, fuck, they're all morons. <laughs> yeah, because, like, I really, like, I want, you know, I want to, <laughs> you know, I want, I don't need to be rich. I just want to make, like, fucking enough money to survive. And I feel like it's kind of hard. Maybe I'm a crybaby. 
And I feel like, uh, there you go. Ryan? Uh, I, here's how I feel about it. I occupy Wall Street. I feel, I think, I, I love it. I think it's a great movement. I agree though. Uh, I also don't need, think it needs to be, um, you know, peppered with drum circles. Uh, <laughs> that always takes the But I'll say this down. for Oakland, because I feel like Oakland is the West Coast Baltimore. <laughs> if you know anything I about Oakland that. and the crime, the fact that the police up there just evicted them or, or arrested them is way better, because wasn't it just on that BART system uh, a few, what, like two years ago? Yeah. They shot that dude and killed him. So if you're just getting thrown out of some place in Oakland, you're actually ahead of the game, I think. Yeah, my my well, big big thing is, like, what do you, I mean, what do you want out of it? Like, I totally agree that the system is geared towards the rich and there should be more regulation and all of that other stuff. But, like, hanging out doing the drum circle, like, two months later, where, what's that getting yeah, us? Yeah, nothing. What's that getting A us? lot of percussion. Yeah, and, like, the other part is, no offense, but, like, the tea partiers, yeah. this shit didn't happen with those people. Like, there was no fucking riots with those people. What, when they protested? Yeah, when the Tea Partiers were out, like, fucking protesting and shit. It's like always, oh, my God, the cops, they're trying to kick us out. Like, <laughs> I don't know, when the cop tells you to do something, you should fucking do it. That's Otherwise, just, you can that's just good it. advice for anyone yeah. listening. Just do what it. Do they say, hey, dude, we're going to come tomorrow, and we're going to fucking tear your shit down. You better leave, or they're going to fucking light you up with a light stick. Right. Listen to the cops, and then complain about it later. Even though I think uh, I just read this article uh, online about uh, was it Chicago? I can't remember the police department that tasered a guy like eleven times. Did you see this? Ten, ten is like <laughs> they said it bordered like, bordered on torture. Bordered eleven times. Like, but I've never been tased. Like, it, does it increase in pain? Like, if you go. On the third tase, oh my I have god, no it's idea. like three times as bad. No. I hit my fucking funny bone, it'll shut me down for ten minutes. I've, I have no idea what you kinda being go back tased to, I think you kind of go back to zero, but like your heart, your heart probably gets it a little bit harder. I think than the your rest brain your and your body are probably. Yeah. like, well, we'll have to have Since, somebody in here that's been tased. That's our next Eric, guess. have you ever Can been you tased? Out, Eric? Never been tased. Eric has uh-huh. never so been tased. Fuck, we're some boring motherfuckers. <laughs> Would you be willing to be tased in studio? Anything for you guys. There it is. All right. <laughs> there you go. I'm going to have a taser next week. That's how Johnny Nashville became a star. There it is, Eric. He tased himself. Looking forward to you it. You got your whole life ahead of you, too. <laughs> of being tased. Jack of asked for the new generation. All right. Dateline, Michigan. Apparently feeding your child is something to be ashamed of, at least according to one d- district court judge, Michigan resident and mother of a five-month-old baby. Uh, Natalie Hagdingus was, was reportedly called out for breastfeeding in front of an entire courtroom, leaving her yeah. humiliated and in tears. Writing on the community forum Baby Center after the incident, she said she only brought <clears throat> her son to court in the first place because she had because he had an ear infection. Why would you bring your fucking baby to court because he has an ear infection? Why wouldn't you? As they were waiting to be called, he got hungry, and so naturally she decided to feed him. Her breasts were fully covered, and she was sitting at the back of the courtroom. When the court bailiff noticed that she was what she was doing, Wood TV, what the fuck is Wood TV? Reports that he wrote a note to the judge about it. She was called up, and the judge asked her whether she believed it was appropriate to be breastfeeding court. She shared her response with Wood TV. Wood TV. I said, considering the fact that my son <laughs> is hungry, wood. and I feel like sick, we could probably highlight, we could probably condense these news stories a little bit. And the bit. fact <laughs> that it's not illegal. Brad, I Randy's I don't. Minutes I want to. I want to know everything. I feel bad for Randy reading all this information. And the judge said something to the effect of, "It's my court and it's my decision, and I do find it inappropriate." Bam. 
So put your titties back. Put your titties back in your I, shirt. Actually, uh, I think it's kind of, I don't, there, I don't see any problem with it. What, uh, what I don't see any problem anybody? with it either. And it's probably like somebody's wife that's going to jail yeah. anyways, right? It's like, look, so, I need to be in here while my husband goes to jail. Does it make you uncomfortable? No, I, you know, every time, every time, and I see so it quite many. a bit, every time I've seen a lot of titties, I always say if there's two things I like, it's titties. But every time, <laughs> every time I see a woman breastfeeding, I always have the same, I'm like, all right, I'm not going to look, but I am definitely going to check out her titties. So right. I try to like block the baby the out ones, and look yeah. just at the titties. So the if she's like, that's disgusting. I'm like, I wasn't looking at the baby feeding. I was actually just looking at your titties. Do you have a the breastfeeding fetish? No, not at all. Not at all. I, no. I can't fuck a girl a titty unless, <laughs> unless there's a baby suck kind of so t- I mean, if you're going to pull a titty out in public and use it for any reason, I'm probably going to look at it. You know? Like if you were using it to deflect something, I'm going to look at it. doesn't matter what you're using it for. I'm probably going to look. Well, I don't see a problem with it. I mean... It, you know. it quieted the baby down in court. I mean, isn't that, other than leaving the courtroom, what else I feel, you, I feel like you could quiet anybody down. Like if somebody really was could. upset... Like Randy in line at, at coffee? He wouldn't yeah. yell to that like girl. Like right somebody, now. If somebody stuck some titties yeah. in his face? If a girl just walked up to you and pulled her shirt up and you could just suck on her tit. Half you hour podcast. Like, you know what? Take yeah, I'm out. <laughs> That's what they should do to Occupy Wall Street. That is exactly what. They should set what. a bunch of titties down there. <laughs> Everybody will suck on them and go home. Titties. True. All right, Dateline, Omaha, Nebraska. Omaha. Hey. More than 15,000 people have signed a petition at change.org asking Target not to open at midnight on Thanksgiving as planned and to open at 5 a.m. on Friday instead to allow workers to spend more time with their families. See, that, that only makes sense to me. they uh, got to let the guys get drunk on Thanksgiving. They're still going to be there at 5 a.m., yeah. right? I mean, don't make them show up at midnight. Yeah, I kind of feel like Target doesn't have enough money. Yeah, do you really need candles? Do you need 5 a.m.? Right. Just, do you like, need I, candles at 5 a.m.? Like, do, Can we all just relax on this Black Friday? And shit? fuck Seriously. you if you're going to Target on Black Friday For anyways. Real. Go to a real yeah. goddamn Seriously. store. Like Walmart. Like, hey, guys, we're going to rush in dinner, there at 5 a.m. We're going to go over to Target. <laughs> we're going to stand in line. Yep. So we can get throw pillows at 20% <laughs> off. Fuck Target. You heard it here first on the Crab Feast podcast. Until we're taking a stand until on your that sponsor. One. Until, until they sponsor us, I like Target. And then we love them. I do like Target. I'm going to say that in case they want to sponsor. Target, then they can breastfeed in front of us. They can, yep. We'll All have a want. breastfeeding station. Well, we should call Wendell. Let's call Wendell, man. How does this phone work? How can I call somebody So we're calling Wendell. We're about to go to break anyways. All right, we're oh, about to we're go to break. break. My timing's break, unbelievable. It's pretty good. Hey, we're going to break. We're going to break. So, hey, like, like stick around and shit. Peace out.
out the old bay, fuckers. It's the Crab Feast Podcast. <laughs> Ignore that. Back once again. Ignore any difficulties. We're going to go to our movie what reviewer up? on the telephone right now, Mr. Eric Wendell. E-dub. E-dub. Er- Eric, are you with us? Yeah, man. What's up? <laughs> there he is. E-dub. Oh, Yo, so, Yo, so uh, what's, <laughs> what's going on? Oh, you know, sitting here watching the crab feast, laughing my ass off. That's good. That's good. Uh, what what movie do you have for us this week? Uh, you know, I went and saw Tower Heist. Yeah. And? Starring, starring. Starring Eddie Murphy, uh, living legend. And, uh, and? Ben Stiller. Uh, <laughs> Matthew Broderick. Uh, that's about it, really. That's about it. Look out, Roger Ebert. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so what did you think of Tower Heist? Uh, well, you-, you know, after watching Eddie Murphy, well, not really watching Eddie Murphy for about two decades because his career has really been in the shitter. But uh, I-, I wanted to see if he had a chance of ever having a comeback. And, and you know, hang, hang on, a, hang on a second, because I'm pretty sure I just heard you say Eddie Murphy's career has been in the shitter. He every movie he does makes money, whether it's bad every or good, movie right? he has done since well, God for uh, like thirty years. Shrek, I mean, he's been in sixteen Shreks alone. His voice what was has the made last, millions. Well, what was the last? Sure. Okay, I could see Shrek, but yeah, I mean, Doctor Doolittle, The Nutty Perfect. Uh, I mean, there were three of those. Even Wendell, Norbit made money. Norbit Wendell, made money. Wendell, what was Bruno your Nash made money? Wendell, what was the last good Eddie Murphy movie you saw? Yeah, dude, it's gotta be like Coming to America, like nineteen eighty-eight. You didn't like, like Boomerang? Which movie? Boomerang. Boomerang. Uh, I vaguely remember Boomerang being amusing. But I it's funny because I could sworn you had the VHS tape. I you saw had a T-shirt. Too. You had the cardboard cutout. Okay, <laughs> what about what about the uh, the Nutty Professors? Okay, I guess the first Nutty Professor was amusing. All yeah, right, amusing. All right, the, so this loser Eddie Murphy's in it. <laughs> so his career isn't really in the shit. Six or seven phenomenal okay, so, characters. So Wendell, I'm just a little jaded on his choices of movies. So tell us what you thought of the movie. Friendly bullshit for years. Uh, I hear. Really kind of sold out his comedy ways. Right. Okay, but that's not really funny. That's, right. uh, that's not a career in the shitter. What we want to know is how is Tower Heights? <laughs> <laughs> well, I only said that because I mean, look at Eddie Murphy Raw. Awesome. All right, well, tell us okay. how the movie was. How is <laughs> Compare it to Raw. Raw if you have to. Raw. Oh, well, it's no compare his stand, yeah. Compare it, it the new was, Ben Stiller Eddie Murphy movie, movie to his stand up. Well, I know. Okay, <laughs> that's a good point. But, Thanks, man. Okay, Kyle Heist was a moderately amusing uh, movie. It's not going to be like his comeback vehicle, I don't think. But I mean, was it? You know, Brett Ratner directed it. He directed Rush Hour, which I did like the Rush Hour movies a lot better. But uh, you know, it was moderately amusing, and it's you know, how many uh, how many thumbs up? What's your, what's your scale, uh, by the way? What's your scale? Let's it's either it. one, two, or zero, right? Wasn't last week all of them, and that what it was? Multiple. He's multiple. He's Cisco and Ebert. Thumbs up. So how many thumbs? Well, I, yeah, last week it seemed to be a little bit of confusion. I was thinking maybe it would be like maybe one out of five or something. All right, one, one, out, of five. one out of five. Fingers. Are we talking about fingers, stars, But name which fingers are sticking up. I mean... I don't. I don't know. It doesn't make sense, right? To have five. No. Five. How many? <laughs> <laughs> All right. It makes less sense this week. Okay. So, how many fingers does? <laughs> how many stars? How many stars, Wendell? 
How many stars? stars. Yeah, there we go. Stars. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll give it like I'll give it two and a half stars. <laughs> out of ten. Uh, really? Out of five. Name three Wait, out of comedy. What's, what's what's our what's it out of, out of five? five or three? Five. Five. Out of okay. five. Out of okay. Five. Name three other comedies that were funnier than than Tower Heist this year. This year. This oh, year. Two thousand eleven. Um. Change up. I haven't seen. I didn't see that. Bridesmaids. What the fuck no, you been doing? Are you working? What's going on? Do you have a job? That's the type on? of. I want you to do movie reviews whenever you call in now, Wendell. I want. I don't want you to see movies anymore. I want you to review movies based on what people have told you about them. <laughs> so like what'd you, what'd you hear about Change Up? Tell us. What'd you hear about Change Up? I I heard it was horrendous. Okay, there okay, you that's go. A good review. Okay, how many, good how many review. stars? Tower Heist. Tower Heist. Listen to how many movies we can get through. Rip through them. What'd you think of Tower Heist? Tower Heist, you know, I'll give, like I said, I gave it two and a half. Two and a half. Okay, so so was it it's half ass then? I yeah. mean, it was it was moderately entertaining. I mean, don't race to the theater, right. eat by wait for the DVD or HBO. <laughs> don't speed. <laughs> what about <laughs> Do Not Fast Go? So how what, fast did someone drive to see other comedies? Name three other comedies that was better than this year. If, if there, three other comedies that were funnier than that. If this is not a good movie. See, that's the problem. I'm trying to think of three other comedies. This is the funniest movie of the year. I mean, Wendell, it's fucking half. We're halfway through November here, (laughs) brother. What did you? Did you see Bridesmaids? Nope. He heard that was good, though. though. Oh, Hangover Two. Hangover Uh, Two. I thought you saw movies all the time. That's why you were going to be the movie review guy. Hangover Two. Hangover Two. He's heard a lot about movies. I thought they were trying. What are you doing? I thought you saw movies all the time. That's why you're the movie review guy. You lied to us. I just don't. I, I, maybe I, I can't think of any comedies off the top of my head. That's Wendell, uh, I don't know you. You see foreign films? What the fuck? These two guys sold you off as this huge movie buff. So I'm, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm looking to you for buff. knowledge. You dude, throwing me in the charge under the bus, dude. dude this have, is fucked up. The have comedy been, bus. The movie bus. Have you been gambling instead of going to the movies? Tell the truth. Uh, I've been playing a lot of poker. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And there's the answer. All right, all right. There you go. Where have you been playing? Uh, actually, Friday night I went to the Hollywood Park uh, re-grand opening they had at the Hollywood Park. <laughs> oh, the re-grand That was the close. <laughs> oh, shit. I bet there were lots of celebrities there. <laughs> was there. Um, Billy you know, D. Williams? Like a little red carpet Billy thing D. Williams. Billy D. Williams. And everything. Like the councilman from Englewood came out. And wow, like, the <laughs> councilman from Englewood was there. Senator Q. <laughs> uh, <it was laughs> That's some big about. shit right there, man. And so, any bank Hold on, did you get any photos on the that? carpet? Did you get any photos on the carpet? No, no, I avoided the carpet. I didn't want, you know, the paparazzi, TMZ, and stuff to start following so, 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 uh, so, when was this opening night? <laughs> Friday, Friday night. A fucking councilman from Englewood. That <laughs> makes it official. It's like it's big. Oh shit! I think that's a councilman from Englewood over there, man. This shit is big time. Uh, so was there just one guy in the red carpet line? Anybody else? Uh, you know, after that, I kind of walked away because it was boring. I, I, I mean, what I else is there boring. after a councilman from Englewood? As soon as you see him, well, that's it. My name. I was on the board for the, the for the poker game for for the two hundred dollar buy-in. So okay. Uh, all right. Oh, okay. Two hundred dollar buy-in. And, how'd you, and this was Friday night. How'd you do? Uh, you know, I had a pretty good night. I made four hundred bucks. Well, four hundred hey, bucks, cash dollars. Awesome. Now take some of that money and go, go see, see some movie. fucking yeah. movies. <laughs> I cashed out, went, picked up some beer, came home, drank some beers, had a good time. Four hundred dollars, the two hundred dollar buy-in. That's take home. 
Yeah, yeah. I four hundred dollars profit on top of my buying. That's nice. Yeah, so well done. Sounds well, like well, you know what you're doing. Six hundred after buying it for two. Wendell, listen, we'll take pay per view reviews. Also, you can spend five ninety nine and watch it in the comfort of your own home. Or well, if you want current enough, if you want to review like a magazine or something, we'll take anything. What about horrible bosses? Did you see horrible bosses? You know, I did see Horrible Bosses. I forgot about that. That was actually pretty good. So Tower is the second funniest movie of the year. How many fingers? How many fingers were given Horrible Bosses? Uh, You know what? I'm going to give that uh, four because, you know, I'm I'm a big Charlie Day fan. I love Always Sunny in Philadelphia, so I I, I was impressed. I thought they did a pretty good job. You know what, Wendell? I have a new bit idea for Wendell. What? I think Wendell should review reviews. <laughs> I think he should get a movie review, and then he should review the movie review. So buy a, co- a copy of Rolling Stone. Yep. Read all the reviews. You can, you can do music, too, if music you want. too. Yeah, you can review. You or can music be our reviews, review, that review is. reviewer. <laughs> what, do you, what are you listening to these days? What's on your uh, CD player, or iPod? Uh, you know, I'm still stuck in the '90s, buddy. There's not much out uh, that I care about anymore. Mob Deep. Just because I'm old. I heard Eric B had a heart attack. Did we hear this? I thought it was uh, Eric from EPMD. That's what I meant. All right, oh, Eric Sermon. That. That's pretty. Yeah. And uh, and Eric we lost and Paul, we lost Heavy D. Dollars. We did lose Heavy D. Yeah, Heavy D last week. I thought yeah. they were like Heavy D, a very influential hip hop artist of the nineties. I'm like, really? Who bit Heavy D? Who was like, yo, that shit sounds just like Heavy D, yo. Like nobody he, like, he had like about a thing. dime every time I said that. <laughs> yeah, it's like God damn, shit sounds just like Heavy D, yeah. Joe Rip Frazier and Heavy D yeah. this week. Who do you think will be the third, Wendell? We've lost Joe Frazier and Heavy D. If we should have Wendell leave, from Inglewood. Who's going to be the We should have Wendell review uh, funerals. I think Andy Rooney was the first one. So I think you know Andy what? Was the third one. I, I got to give you that. You're right. This Andy kid's Rooney on top of go. shit. Andy Rooney. Maybe you're just reading papers, not going to movies. Now, you know, the problem is I see so much stuff that if it's not really impressive to stand out, it just kind of runs together. Like, Was it was it better than Larry Crown? I never saw that. <laughs> hmm. How about the Thomas and Crown Affair? About the King's Speech? I didn't see that either. Uh, yeah, I'm not a big... <laughs> I can care less about... How about... Se- do you watch Game of Thrones? Do you watch any <laughs> series on HBO? Anything Will you start like that watching that movies uh, because you're Boardwalk on this podcast? Empire. Okay, Boardwalk Empire watches, all right. We got that. I watched Sons of Anarchy. I watched okay. The Walking Dead. Yep. Yeah. Were you a Breaking Bad fan before it just ended? You know, I've heard a lot of great things about that show, but I've never watched it. I, I can't. I can only watch so much stuff. I, Eric, do you have a little bell ding? I do. I will. I will find one. From now on, whenever we talk to Wendell, I would like you to bell ding every time he either says "you know" or "you know what," and I want to hear how many dings we get keeping you on the finger. phone. Five minutes. Watch yourself, That's Wendell. A I guess I don't realize it. It's a lot. You're, you're you know what? You don't. All right, Wendell. Go see some movies this week. So hold on, but you told me you lost some money at a uh, Riser's poker game. Oh yeah, that's yeah, that's the I word on the street. The only, I was the only broke, unemployed person there. Everybody else was broke and employed. <laughs> full time and loaded in the film industry, and I'm the only broke guy there. And I lose 120 dollars at a home game. It was pretty sad. Wendell, what's the most you've ever won at one sitting? Uh, I gotta say, I think it was about seventeen hundred dollars at Hawaiian Gardens. That's pretty Jesus good. Hawaiian Christ. Gardens, huh? That's pretty decent. How many hours did, did it take? How does that, that 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 must hurt somebody that's unemployed? You know, that was a pretty good night. I think I made that, that you in know. Like six or seven hours. If I remember right. Give me that bell. What? Uh, uh, 
There we go. That was for one of your nose right there. Oh, $1,700 is what you won? Yeah. Yeah, that was uh, take-home. I, Did you? I cashed out, because I bought in for the $300 buy-in game, and I cashed out with $2,100. Did you oh, take yeah. it home and, and take a bath with the money in yeah. the bathtub? I went right to a strip club and made it rain. There you go. Wendell, have you ever taken any money like that and done anything instead of wasting it, like invested in anything, or have you ever done anything like that instead of just throwing uh, it around the club? Have you ever invested, or are you in the, are you a stock market guy? Well, I went and saw my parents not too long after that. On the East Coast. Uh-huh. You make it rain on your parents them, on the East Coast. I bought them a uh, big screen TV, a forty six inch TV, to TV. put in their living room. You bought them that? Yeah. That's and nice. Of you. With they're the, still stuck in the eighties or whatever with their TV. They're, and you were like, you need to get up in the nineties where I'm at. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, it was as much for them as it was for me because every time I go over there, I have to watch that TV. I figure, you know what? I'm going to help myself out. Even you know what? Did anybody hear that? Did you hear it, Eric? There was you know another what? one. <laughs> There you uh, go. I already forgot the words I'm supposed to be thinking. Hey, you know, you know, you know, know what? what? Okay. Hey, hey. <laughs> what about that? Uh, didn't you have an energy drink that was supposed to pay off, like tenfold? Didn't you invest yeah, in an energy that was drink? Yeah, Ponzi scheme. What, uh, what happened? Ponzi scheme. Yeah. Uh, Somebody Bobby approached you. Slick. It was really slick, man. We were shooting a movie at his house somewhere out in Woodland Hills. Hold Hill. on, hold on. Slow down. Who's his house? <laughs> Who's house? What was this guy's name? I don't even remember. Well, I don't his need name. the guy's name. You're shooting the movie at a movie at some guy's house, and yeah. And so hang on, real quick. You'll shoot a movie, but you're shit for reviewing them. <laughs> I just want to throw that out there, Wonder. Go ahead. Continue. Uh, I'm a better dolly grip than I am a film okay. reviewer. Okay, you're dolly gripping at this huge movie that you're shooting in the valley. Go ahead. Right, right, and this guy. <laughs> He's working on. He has these what? energy drink cans, and he's working on his computer. Doing let's all let's stuff. give him a name. What, what's his? What give give him a name? First name. Uh, Dan was his name actually. Okay. Oh, okay. it's an actual name, Dan. All right. So a guy named Dan, you're dolly gripping at his house in the valley, and naturally and, you guys start up a conversation. And about, this is one of the Star Wars movies, right? Yeah, we were there for a couple of days. And eventually, like the second day, I was like, "Yeah, you know what's going on." Like, in, in, in the middle of a break or whatever, I was like, "Hey, what, what's all this about? Yeah, what are you doing here?" And I was like, "Oh, yeah, I got this energy drink coming out. I'm working on." And I was like, "That sounds cool." Like it, it felt like I had like the inside information on it all of a sudden, you know? I was yeah. Like, oh, hey. So I made the whole attempt. Yeah, I know. I'm dinging. I'm dinging a lot. Did right you now. hold on? Did you bring it up or did he bring it up? No, I brought the whole thing up. I was like, hey, you know, if you have any investment opportunities left or whatever, I, I wouldn't mind putting a little mon- uh, money in it. You know, maybe I can. I brought it up, and he started talking to me about it. Yeah. And I, wow, I guess I was just a big sucker. I mean, because nothing ever came of it. Well, hold on. He goes. Hold on. Slow down. Slow down. So you invested he, some money. He said he needed invest. You, you said, "Do you have investors?" He said, "Hey, I'm looking for investors." You said, "Can I invest?" He, he made it sound like uh, he would do me a favor by letting me. Nice. My parents. I got. I told my parents. Hold on. So you invested money, or you told your parents? Don't, hey, don't tell me they had to sell their flat screen TV. Uh-huh. <laughs> Get money to invest. That seventeen hundred went right back. Uh, it was both of us. I invested about twelve hundred bucks. My parents invested like I think it was fifteen hundred oh, or two thousand. Yeah. 
Okay, they, what about your uncle though? Let's let's go over the uncle because to me that's the you best. got an uncle involved in this too. Hold on, yeah. can I tell this part of the story? See when I mean on. I see he's trying to help his uh, trying uh, to help the family. Hold out. on, we're gonna we're gonna Tarantino the story a little bit. Right. So I know nothing about this story. I'm at Hollywood Billiards watching a preseason Redskins game. That's how much of a winner I am with <laughs> I Wendell and like two other people, and a guy comes up to us. Who's in his 50s, balding, whatever, looks like a regular dude. And he's like, hey, how are you guys doing? We're like, good. We start talking about the Redskins. Like, what do you think they're doing this year? I'm like, well, they seem to be going okay. And, you know, we'll see. And then all of a sudden, him and Wendell start getting along pretty good. And I'm like, do you know that guy? He's like, yeah, it's my uncle. <laughs> like, but, but he lives in, like, West Virginia, right? Right, but there was no, like, introduction. Like, hey, everyone. Hey. And there's this guy. He just this guy just starts comes up and starts talking to us. We're like blah 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 blah. Right. No, and then and no, this is random. And so like I'm that. like, and then you and your uncle talk, and then I'm like, what's your uncle doing out here, Wendell? And what was your uncle doing out here, Wendell? Uh, he was. He, he actually found a way to move into that dude's house. <laughs> dance? Oh, wait a minute. He moved into Dan's house? Yeah, how did he find? Like, how do you find a way to move into Dan's house? Well, he he was looking for he he does construction and stuff, and he was looking for jobs out here, and he wanted to have a more hands-on approach because he invested a lot of money. How much? How much? Did you? Wait, a lot what's of your money. uncle's name? Uncle Come on. What? He invested twenty five thousand dollars. Holy <laughs> shit! And what was your finder's fee? My parents called him. We're like, dude, you should start out low, you know, and see how it goes at first. Nah, fuck it, twenty five thousand. He's like, fuck it, I'm going Boom. broke, man. My nephew would steer me wrong. Can I send that cash and tell me wrong? So he pays. So he invests twenty five grand. Wait, before he invested, he clearly got rid of some shit and moved out here. That's that's a no. That's a lot that's of money. That's a big Virginia, deal to move dude. across the country no, into some guy who's fucking. No, no, house. he invested the money first, Wendell. Right, he invested the money first. Didn't see return yeah, yeah. on his investment. Said, "Hey, I'll just move out here." And, and keep, keep an eye on my investment, right? Right. Yeah, it was something like that. He didn't really move any stuff out here. But, he has a house in West Virginia. But hold on. Explain how he moved into Dan's West house. West Virginia just explained everything. How, yeah. how, everything. How did he move into I, Dan's house? I don't understand. No, I don't know the whole story behind that. All he told me was that, that, you know, Dan said he'd be crashed there while he was looking for a job, and he wanted to have a closer eye on Dan. He's looking for a job because he's out $25,000. Yeah, out 25 grand. Like, I'm just going to sleep on your couch and watch my shit. So I'm moving to L.A. to fucking yeah, get a job. I, I don't understand it. Me and my parents told him, we're like, dude, you should... You know, maybe invest a little smaller, you know? And he's like, no, I'll go bigger. Okay, so, go at all. so, blah, 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 yeah. blah. so, go Dan, bigger, go home, I guess. So, Dan, <laughs> said, don't go at all. So, Dan gets a call from, what's your uncle's name again? Steve? Brant. What? Frank? His name is Brant. Brant? Brant. Well, is it, Brant? Does it, does it, does it have a name? Si- does it have a know, silent D in not, it? Not B-R-A-N-D-T. Brant, not Brant. That's exactly Brant. it, right, right, that's right. If it has okay. a silent D in it, then he deserved to have $25,000 okay. taken from Okay, so right. Brant... Brant his name perfectly. Thanks, Wendell. Brant moves out here and talks to Dan <laughs> and Uncle says... Brant. Uncle Brant moves out here talks to Dan and says, Hey... How about that twenty five? How about I move inside in with you and I'll help you with uh the whole marketing of your new energy drink which was called Uh you know what? I don't even remember what the, 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 the Wait a minute. This was 
this was uh, like five, six years ago now. So, I, I have a bad memory. So how long are these guys roommates? He didn't stay here very long. And uh, why isn't this a fucking sitcom? Six, seven months or so. He Not that long. For I mean, six for a stranger. And no return shit. on the money? <laughs> Okay, so let's. Yeah, he, couldn't, he was looking for construction work, and, and, and he couldn't find anything, so he ended up moving back. He How about investing twenty five thousand dollars? I thought there was going to be some destruction work. I, I, I don't know how much time we have left, but I have to hear. Um, how did you guys like? How did Dan get away with it without your uncle Uncle uh, Brant catching him? Uh, how, like, how did he get Kicking away with the this shit, shit out of him? without any of you getting your money back? Or did you get your well, money back? I what got happened? My money. I got me and my parents' money back. How? I knew exactly where this guy was living, and I went to his fucking house. Well, so day. did Dan. He was living. Dan was in the fucking house. Not Dan. I mean, Uncle Brant was living in the house. How do you think he had two different houses? He had one right. Of course he did. He's got people like Brant throwing twenty five G's. How much does this cost? $25,000. This is a $25,000 house right here. Okay, so he had two houses, one that Brandt lived at that he was never at, and the but real you knew house. The, you knew the real one. You knew the real house. He rented both of these houses for, for film production. What kind of film production, Wendell? And then he rented them out for film production. That's the weird thing scam he had going what on. What kind of film production? Is this pornography? I think one of them he shot pornos at, yeah. Hell yeah, it's a valley. Pornos, that's, that's multiple. Valley he shot pornos at. The one in Boston Canyon, uh, I think they did... Uh, that was just like Sodenberg movies, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's just one of those MTV shows there. I, I forget which one. <laughs> so, uh, it was uh, in plain sight, I think. I think last time a standing shot at the one in Bronson Canyon where he had, that he had. Was your uncle Brand on last coming standing? Okay, yeah. So, 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 so he had to. How money. come Uncle Brand didn't kick the shit out of this guy? Yeah. He never came back out here. Uh, me and my family Wait, had a seven months. Was that was enough to figure that his money was fucking gone. Like how, what? How I want to know how the conversation went. Where it was like. Hey, uh, Dan, <laughs> where the fuck's my 25000 so, uh, or the energy You got drink? maybe like a grand or two? Like, I'll be right back. I'm going I, I to a, me a graphics meeting right now, and then he disappears. I, I ended up badgering like uh, every day, every other day. I went by both houses. I called him, and, and you know, he finally got sick of hearing from me. He took me down to Bank of America one day and gave me a thousand bucks cash. He wrote me another check for $2,500. Sure, that went right, right to the bank account. So, yeah, so okay. And then, and then how did your uncle not he do the same? He basically gave you three grand to Uncle Brad's 25 back. <laughs> well, he gave us back what we owed it. Well, yeah, from your uncle's money. Like, hey, you know what? I'm just going to be up 22. Okay, so, Here's three. Man. So so what happened with the uncle? Why didn't he do anything? 22 for nothing. I don't know what happened. You know, uh, Brad had a falling out with me. My, my grandmother died. Uh, uh, his mom died at, at, at one point during this whole thing. And it he and my dad and the rest of our family had a big falling out after that. He because us for because his grandmother died? Family, which is not our no. fault. And we don't talk to him. You don't, don't talk, talk to him because we of the investments or because Grandma died? back together on the Both. It's part of both. both. It's, it's, he blames our... He, he's, he's a seriously negative guy. I don't know if you got that problem. <laughs> I don't, when he seems pretty optimistic yeah, to me. He seemed pretty positive about pissing 25000 away. He seemed pretty optimistic five years ago. Now I'm not so sure. Now dude. he thinks people are just cold. Yeah, no shit. He just yeah, laid on I don't that, know he why he's not couch. optimistic. I mean, why wouldn't you want to he's trust anybody now? Pretty negative. I don't know if you got that vibe. Yeah, he was 
negative before that, but yeah, I, I, he yeah. has to be negative about that situation. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I just see him like balding and in a red skin shirt and sweatpants yeah, under like a little blanket much. on that dude's couch, just yeah. wondering where the fuck his money uh, is. Why he has so, trust uh, issues, I'll never know. He'll be like, so you need me the money tomorrow, right? And then it just. He's a huge uh, WVU fan and Stevers fan. He's not a Redskins fan, but. I got our money back. I don't think he's gotten a dime back from what so, I've heard, but hardly anybody in my family talks to him anymore because he blames everybody in his whole life, including his family, and pretty much. So you destroyed time. your family, fucking. <laughs> so you can't. Drink. You can't put that <laughs> on <laughs> Eric. You can't put that on Eric. This guy laid down twenty five thousand. So yeah. What so, did we tell him? We said, hey, you know what? Invest low. Don't. You know what? I I, I, I will say that. You know what? I, I, I'm sitting here thinking one way, but when you just said that, you're right. You did not twist his arm to drop 25 grand. You probably didn't even tell him about I it, mean, right? He just kind of found out about it. Pretty much. He was on the set as well that day. <laughs> you basically <laughs> picked an adult actor. He picked your uncle up in a stolen car and then said, you know what? You can fucking keep it. That's uncle, what you did to him. Uncle Brent, what are you doing here on set in the valley? <laughs> Oh. I seriously, I would have came back out there. I don't know what the hell. Maybe he did, maybe he didn't. Maybe He, he got probably he couldn't afford know. to come back. So so real quick, what what is the town you're from in West Virginia? Well, I was born in Wheeling. West Wheeling. Okay. Well, stop Wheeling, bragging. West where, do your parents, where do your parents yeah, live right now? I grew up now? in Clifton, Virginia. I went to high school. No, there, no right? in West Virginia. Where do your parents and your uncle live now in West Virginia? Uh, my parents live in French Creek, West Virginia. My so, uncle, so, I think, lives in Cameron, or I don't know where he lives. And I'm not, I don't know, maybe they're big cities, but you guys, they don't run into each other at all there? No, they're not big cities. Uh, he's actually <laughs> working on some construction thing close to where my parents live, and, you know, he doesn't talk to them or see them. Or, he, he, he's avoided us for years. Huh. <laughs> doesn't call us. You know, he, he, I mean, who does that to their family? You know, <laughs> you only have yourself to blame for the investment, but yet it's my dad's fault or it's my mom's fault or... I think it's Dan's fault. All right. It's well, definitely Dan's fault. <laughs> well, Wendell, we got to wrap it up with you because uh, you talk about the whole second half of the podcast. Which we're happy about, by the way. Thank you very much for allowing us uh, to talk such insightful watch, movie reviews. Watch insightful. a movie. Watch a movie this week. Watch a movie this week. Don't gamble. All right. I'll try that again. I'll try to see more movies. All right, yeah, All right. that's not that's even gonna... more. One would do for this. <laughs> one will do Just fine. One. Maybe a DVD release too. Uh, we uh, we got to close this down, man. It's been an hour. It's been fun. Thanks to Wendell. You guys got any promos? Wendell. Promos? Uh, <laughs> yeah, follow me on Twitter have... at Ryan Sickler. At... Uh, my website is ryansickler.com, and I'll be at the Hollywood Improv on Saturday at eight o'clock. At thecharge.com, Irvine Improv the next three days. Peace. Wash your hands. Don't touch your privates with Old Bay on them. There you go.